0: We are reading Isaiah chapters 3 through 5 and Psalms 126 through 127 here on Commuter Bible OT. Judah has made the mistake of trusting in the armies of men rather than trusting in God. As such is the case, the Lord God of armies will be removing every kind of security from Judah, which includes some securities which would be considered blessings from God, and some securities which would have been sinful and earthly. The righteous will eat the fruit of their labor, but the wicked will only harvest judgment. Even in this bleak forecast, the Lord proclaims that those who survive will see the beautiful and glorious branch of the Lord. Later, Isaiah writes a song about a vineyard that yields worthless grapes as a parallel to Jerusalem and Judah. Isaiah chapters 3 through 5 Note this. The Lord God of armies is about to remove from Jerusalem and from Judah every kind of security the entire supply of bread and water, heroes and warriors, judges and prophets, fortune-tellers and elders, commanders of fifty and dignitaries, counselors, cunning magicians, and necromancers. I will make youths their leaders, and unstable rulers will govern them. The people will oppress one another, man against man, neighbor against neighbor. The young will act arrogantly toward the old and the worthless toward the honorable. A man will even seize his brother in his father's house, saying, You have a cloak. You be our leader. This heap of rubble will be under your control. On that day, he will cry out, saying, I'm not a healer. I don't even have food or clothing in my house. Don't make me the leader of the people. For Jerusalem has stumbled and Judah has fallen, because they have spoken and acted against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. The look on their faces testifies against them, and like Sodom, they flaunt their sin. They do not conceal it. Woe to them, for they have brought disaster on themselves. Tell the righteous that it will go well for them, for they will eat the fruit of their labor. Woe to the wicked, it will go badly for them, for what they have done will be done to them. Youths oppress my people, and women rule over them. My people, your leaders mislead you. They confuse the direction of your paths. The Lord rises to argue the case and stands to judge the people. The Lord brings this charge against the elders and leaders of his people. You have devastated the vineyard. The plunder from the poor is in your houses. Why do you crush my people and grind the faces of the poor? This is the declaration of the Lord God of armies. The Lord also says, Because the daughters of Zion are haughty, walking with heads held high and seductive eyes, prancing along, jingling their ankle bracelets, the Lord will put scabs on the heads of the daughters of Zion, and the Lord will shave their foreheads bare. On that day, the Lord will strip their finery. Ankle bracelets, headbands, crescents, pendants, bracelets, veils, headdresses, ankle jewelry, sashes, perfume bottles, amulets, signet rings, nose rings, festive robes, capes, cloaks, purses, garments, linen clothes, turbans, and shawls. Instead of perfume, there will be a stench. Instead of a belt, a rope. Instead of beautifully styled hair, baldness. Instead of fine clothes, sackcloth. Instead of beauty, branding. Your men will fall by the sword, your warriors in battle. Then her gates will lament and mourn, deserted, She will sit on the ground. On that day, seven women will seize one man, saying, We will eat our own bread and provide our own clothing. Just let us bear your name. Take away our disgrace. On that day, the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land will be the pride and glory of Israel's survivors. Whoever remains in Zion and whoever is left in Jerusalem will be called holy. All in Jerusalem, written in the book of life, when the Lord has washed away the filth of the daughters of Zion and cleansed the blood guilt from the heart of Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of burning. Then the Lord will create a cloud of smoke by day, and a glowing flame of fire by night over the entire side of Mount Zion and over its assemblies. For there will be a canopy over all the glory, and there will be a shelter for shade from heat by day, and a refuge and shelter from storm and rain. I will sing about the one I love, a song about my loved one's vineyard. The one I love had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He broke up the soil, cleared it of stones, and planted it with the finest vines. He built a tower in the middle of it and even dug out a wine press there. He expected it to yield good grapes, but it yielded worthless grapes. So now, residents of Jerusalem and men of Judah, please judge between me and my vineyard. What more could I have done for my vineyard than I did? Why, when I expected a yield of good grapes, did it yield worthless grapes? Now I will tell you what I am about to do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge, and it will be consumed. I will tear down its wall, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland. It will not be pruned or weeded. Thorns and briars will grow up. I will also give orders to the clouds that rain should not fall on it. For the vineyard of the Lord of armies is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah, the plant he delighted in. He expected justice, but saw injustice. He expected righteousness, but heard cries of despair. Woe to those who add house to house and join field to field until there is no more room and you alone are left in the land. I heard the Lord of Armies say, Indeed, many houses will become desolate, grand and lovely ones without inhabitants. For a ten-acre vineyard will yield only six gallons of wine, and ten bushels of seed will yield only one bushel of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning in pursuit of beer, who linger into the evening, Inflamed by wine. At their feasts they have lyre, harp, tambourine, flute, and wine. They do not perceive the Lord's actions, and they do not see the work of his hands. Therefore, my people will go into exile because they lack knowledge. Her dignitaries are starving, and her masses are parched with thirst. Therefore, Sheol enlarges its throat and opens wide its enormous jaws, and down go Zion's dignitaries, her masses, her crowds, and those who celebrate in her. Humanity is brought low. Each person is humbled, and haughty eyes are humbled. But the Lord of armies is exalted by his justice, and the holy God demonstrates his holiness through his righteousness. Lambs will graze as if in their own pastures, and resident aliens will eat among the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who drag iniquity with cords of deceit and pull sin along with cart ropes to those who say, Let him hurry up and do his work quickly, so that we can see it. Let the plan of the Holy One of Israel take place, so that we can know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who substitute darkness for light and light for darkness, who substitute bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter, Woe to those who consider themselves wise and judge themselves clever. Woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine, who are champions at pouring beer, who acquit the guilty for a bribe and deprive the innocent of justice. Therefore, as a tongue of fire consumes straw, and as dry grass shrivels in the flame, so their roots will become like something rotten, and their blossoms will blow away like dust. For they have rejected the instruction of the Lord of armies, and they have despised the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore, the Lord's anger burned against his people. He raised his hand against them and struck them. The mountains quaked and their corpses were like garbage in the streets. In all this, his anger has not turned away and his hand is still raised to strike. He raises a signal flag for the distant nations and whistles for them from the ends of the earth. Look how quickly... And swiftly they come. None of them crows weary or stumbles. No one slumbers or sleeps. No belt is loose and no sandal strap broken. Their arrows are sharpened and all their bows strung. Their horses' hooves are like flint. Their chariot wheels are like a whirlwind. Their roaring is like a lion's. They roar like young lions. They growl and seize their prey and carry it off, and no one can rescue it. On that day, they will roar over it like the roaring of the sea. When one looks at the land, there will be darkness and distress. Light will be obscured by clouds. Psalm 126 When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Our mouths were filled with laughter then, and our tongues with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord had done great things for us. We were joyful. Restore our fortunes, Lord, like watercourses in the Negev. Those who sow in tears will reap with shouts of joy. Though one goes along weeping, carrying the bag of seed, he will surely come back with shouts of joy, carrying his sheaves. Psalm 127 Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor over it in vain. Unless the Lord watches over a city, the watchman stays alert in vain. In vain you get up early and stay up late, working hard to have enough food. Yes, he gives sleep to the one he loves. Sons are indeed a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the sons born in one's youth. Happy is the man who has filled his quiver with them. They will never be put to shame when they speak with their enemies at the city gate. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways know Him and He'll make your paths straight.